join the action on DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Just download the app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up to compete for cash prizes each week. Sign up now. New customers get a deposit bonus up to $500. Code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings.com for details. Awesome. All right, so tonight, huge card in the NHL. It's the final big card in the regular season. Everything's screwy this week. It really COVID, is. With the COVID, yes, because we got games. It's like two games tomorrow. There's a couple Wednesday. Colorado plays Thursday. Could decide the division if they win tonight. The Vegas game out here. I can't believe this. The DraftKings, Colorado's favored. Vegas is on this great winning streak at home. Mm-hmm. There's 8,000 people in the building now. They're on fire. They're 14-2 and two, their last 16 games. Yep. They're 390 to win the division here at Circa. Colorado's playing all these road games. It was a struggle against L.A. They lost the game to San Jose, which I couldn't believe. And uh, it, the thing that does concern me, because I want to bet Vegas, is it might be Leonard. It's the biggest game of the season. You have to play Flurry if I'm VGK. You lock up the division. You try to get the number one overall seed most points. You play Flurry tonight. That's what you have to do. But they've been so good here at home and, and, and the run that they're on. Uh, the one game they lost, they gave away. They're up two goals in the, with 10 minutes left. That's right. Beat and lost right. in regulation. And this thing would have been over. Because then Colorado was down two goals with 10 minutes left and actually came back to win that game. Well, I'd still like to know what happens in this division if the Avalanche don't get hit with the COVID Why, uh, at that time. Right? Yeah, it been the same coming back. Mm-hmm. But it's supposed to be Grubauer as well. And that's uh, that's your big Blade game. I like the Kings plus money. It's screwy now. This is the final you know game or two, final couple days of the season. St. Louis is locked into the four seed. The Kings are 5-2 and two against them this year, and they're at home in uh, plus money. Yep. I also love the Blackhawks, plus $1.30. You know, it's not the be-all, end-all, but I still think it's something to play for, that the Blackhawks can get the 500 with a win. Even better, the price, they're 5-2 and two against Dallas, and Dallas is eliminated. Chicago just beat them, and Dallas uh, goes from the Stanley Cup to out of the playoffs, and they know it. What's their motivation? $1.50? Crazy. I'll take the Blackhawks. I don't care who's playing. So in, you, in goal, and you were also saying that you were reading the right things coming out of uh, Tampa Bay. Well, they're talking. Yeah, they they, they yeah. how important the uh, two seed is in home ice, but Florida's been great. Right now here at Circa, Florida's a dollar twenty four in the game. Yeah, Lightning plus one fourteen. Now Florida's been one of the best stories in the NHL the entire year. Nine two nine and two last eleven. The two seed with a win. Correct. Tampa has to win in regulation to get the two seed. They have to win in regulation. Eight one and two overrun for Florida. But I would trust the uh, the history here and, and go with Tampa, even though Florida's been a good story. Montreal needs one point. Edmonton's on a five and zero road record run. Edmonton's played six straight yes six straight yes goal in the first tens cash with Edmonton, and Boston, Tampa, and Nashville comes down to tonight for the win total. Boston saw as a game left, but the Boston Islander games. Who wants the three seed there? Does the Boston mm-hmm. want to play Washington or they want yep. to play? How are they going to treat it? You want to take they, a, they've done seven of eight at home, though. And after losing six in a row to the Islanders, they beat them two in a row. Want to talk a sh- take a shot on uh, the Canucks, pl- almost plus 150? What's going on with the Jets? They've lost eight of nine. So Major League Baseball, uh, an MVP question for Derek Carty coming up next. 
This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Boston Red Sox have won four consecutive games. They have the best record of the American League East at 22 and 13. They're 12 and 4 on the road. They visit Baltimore today. Red Sox laying $1.41, Baltimore plus 131, nine and a half under the total at Camden Yards. Jeff Hoffman for the Reds laying $1.35 at Mitch Keller and the Pirates plus 125, eight over the total at PNC Park. Pirates negative 30 run differential, the worst of the National League. The Indiana Pacers are a six-point road favorite of the Cleveland Cavaliers today. The Cavaliers have dropped 10 straight, 229 and a half the total. VSIN gives you the tools to increase your sports betting IQ and make the most of every bet, including our 24-7 video coverage, odds and analysis for every game, our daily members-only best bets email, and in-depth coverage each week in Point Spread Weekly. Now's the time to sign up for your 10-day free trial, vsin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest VSIN odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Welcome into the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Live today, Circa Resort and Casino back from vacation in downtown Las Vegas. Good to be back as uh, we kick off this hour talking a little Major League Baseball. Derek Carty joins the program. Uh, Sabermetrics guy, creator of uh, the Bats and the Blitz projections with uh, Roto Grinders as well. Derek, good to talk to you again today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me on. Yep. Wanted to ask you, uh, first of all, an MVP question potentially in the American League. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that is, if Otani keeps this up, and I know that he's been walking a lot of guys when he's on the mound, but if he keeps this up where he's you know, effective, they can use him like once a week maybe as a starting pitcher, and his bat keeps you know, being as good as it has been so far in the first six weeks of the, of the season, even on a last-place team potentially with the Angels, do you think voters would recognize him as the American League MVP? It's tough to say because I think he would deserve it. Uh, you know, he's a top 20 hitter and a top 20 pitcher, even with the walks. Like, he is really, really good. But we've seen in the past with voters that they've been reluctant to give it to Mike Trout, you know, because he plays for the Angels when he has deserved the MVP. And they, they've been reluctant to give it to him so many times. And so um, I'd like to think that, you know, they would make the right choice and give it to Otani if he is deserving of it at the end of the year. But there are a lot of these old school voters that just they care about the team wins and the, you know, just the the old school nonsense that shouldn't have anything to do with a player's actual value. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you. There are I have him on an MVP ticket. I know a lot of people here at the network have Otani to win the MVP in the American League. I mean, if he pitches, you know, if he stays relatively healthy, you know, and he, he pitches like, let's say, what? 25 games, be, I'm trying to be conservative here, maybe 28 games if that's possible, and puts up really good numbers. Like, if they win 75 games, and I know there are a lot of other guys in the American League that are going to put up huge numbers at the plate, I, I, how, do you, how do you actually go and fill out your ballot and say, I can't give it to Otani? At that point, he would have to win the award, I would think. I would have to think so, too. Um, you know, again, though, the voters don't always vote in the most logical fashion, let's say. But, you know, if he's throwing 25 games and he's on, you know, you know, close to a home run pace on the hitting side as well, like I'm with you. I have a hard time uh, 
not seeing, you know, seeing them not give it to him. I think the thing that works the most in his favor, even if he's on a bad team, is just the novelty of it. You know, I could see voters just thinking, okay, he's been great on both sides of the ball. He's a lot of fun, even though the Angels didn't win. Like, when have we had a chance to vote a guy like this before? So I think more than anything, that kind of works in his favor. You had an excellent uh, rundown and breakdown before the season on what are we going to get out of Toronto home games? Mm -hmm. Has it lived up to the hype so far with these high-scoring home games? Yeah, it really has. You know, this park in Florida has been pretty much every bit as hitter friendly as expected. The the relative weather boost there, um, even though, you know, it's not midsummer where, you know, it's going to be 90 degrees uh, in Florida when it's, you know, 30, 40, 50 degrees in a lot of other places and it's 70 in Toronto, that still makes a big relative difference. And so between the park and the weather, this has been a really good hitting environment so far. It's going to be kind of sad to see them leave for Buffalo in a couple weeks. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, so how about the Dodgers now? 13-2 and two to begin the season. And all of a sudden, they're a game above 500. And you know when they were running really hot, Derek, we were saying this team is probably injury-proof. They're going to be, you know, they were on pace to win, like, a, you know, break the Mariners' record of 116 wins. They might win 120, get out of the way. It's going to be one of the best teams of all time. Well, it turns out that maybe they're not injury-proof because they've had a lot of them so far, and they're not surviving right now in this long skid. Like, when, well, I think we're all anticipating, like, this turnaround to come at some point. Is that just going to happen? Like, did they flip a switch here, suddenly yeah. start winning games? Like, what, what's going to take place here with the Dodgers? Yeah, it, it's going to happen. Uh, I don't think that we should be concerned about them. You know, they they haven't been as injury proof as we've kind of maybe expected. I think they've made some interesting choices with with pitching. You know, they they've they have some of this great pitching depth and they kind of haven't I don't think leveraged it as well mm. as they they could be. Uh obviously they've had plenty of injuries on the hitting side with with Mookie missing some time and Bellinger being out for a while and everything else. But this is still the best team in baseball. This is still a team that projects for a 100 win pace over a 162 game season. And yeah, they're you know, a little behind now, you know, they, they haven't gotten out to the, the big lead that we kind of anticipated them getting to, but they're, they're still easily the best team in baseball. They're going to be completely fine, uh, especially once they get healthy. But even before then, I think we should still expect a little bit of uh, better performance than we've gotten out of them so far. Okay. So, so your numbers are still saying right now that they're on, you know, they're probably going to win a hundred games. I don't know if they'll quite get to 100 games because they're a little behind, but like if the season were starting over right now, we're going to play another 162 games, I'd have them projected for just under 100 wins. I'll copy that. Okay, gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Derek Carty is our guest. Who's the best team in the National League Central, per your numbers and how it projects right now? I know the Brewers, I mean, Burns going down obviously doesn't help that rotation at all, but they haven't been able to hit. And, you know, just here we go again with the Cardinals another year and look out because they're going to be a contender again the way it appears. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i still kind of down on the Cardinals. I think, okay. they're, they're, I think they're overperforming a little mm -hmm. bit. Like, I would much prefer Milwaukee or Cincinnati here. I have them both projected as better teams than the Cardinals. Part of that is, you know, kind of the expectation that a guy like Christian Yelich will come back healthy eventually. You know, other the Brewers have been dealing with a lot of injuries themselves. But uh, I do think that St. Louis is overperforming a bit here. I've heard a lot of people freaking out about Luis Castillo. Numbers are uh, not good at all this year. The velocity might be down a tick as well. Do you see him coming back to the form that we've seen him in in recent years, or does this continue? 
Yeah, I think a lot of what we're seeing with Luis Castillo is just bad luck. And yes, he's not uh, exactly, you know, the same guy that he used to be. The velocity is down a little bit, but it's been back up lately. You know, a lot of that was just the first couple games of the year. It was like way down. Um, You know, he's not performing at the level we're expecting him to, but he's still getting very unlucky and he still has this great history. He still has this really good stuff, even if the velocity is down a little bit. You know, you look at his ERA and it's like close to seven or something crazy. Yeah. Uh, but you look at his, you know, his XFIP and his, you know, peripheral type numbers. It, it's significantly below that. It's like four. And when you factor in his history, you know, this is a guy who going forward, I think we should expect to be, you know, a high threes ERA type of guy, which is which is still really, really good. So I have no issues with uh, with Castillo. I think they have a lot of. Uh, pitching depth beyond him, I think there's a lot of, as much as we we see Castillo kind of losing stuff, uh, a few of their other pitchers have really gained stuff. I think there's there's a lot of uh, hidden gems in the, in this pitching for the Reds. How about the NL East? The Braves are plus 175 to win the division. They're a game and a half back. I'm sure you don't trust the Phillies bullpen and what they're up to, and uh, maybe not too much cause for concern with DeGrom, uh, what happened yesterday. But what do you think of the NL East? Yeah, I think it, it is clearly the the Mets and the Braves um, at the top. I don't think the odds on either of them are especially appealing. Um, I like the odds on the Phillies a little more at the start of the year than I did now, but four to one right now for the Phillies. I still think this is a better team than than people credit them for, than the odds credit them for. I think the Phillies are, you know, I think they're a pretty solid team. I just, I do. Um uh, and, and, you know, they've been good this year, but I still feel like people are, are shortchanging them a little bit for some reason, and they're not even completely healthy right now. So I, I think the odds on the Phillies are the best in this division. Any other division prices stick out to you across baseball? Yeah, there were a couple that stuck out to me. Um, uh, the Angels right now, obviously, we talked about it with Otani, you know, they're, they're last in the division right now, but they don't project that much worse than the Astros. The My projection system, the bat, hasn't projected as the second best team in the division after the Astros over a full 162 games, less than one win separating them. Okay. They have some ground to make up for sure. They have some ground to make up and that's going to go into the price. It's going to go into the decision you're going to make, but the odds on them are still, I think given how good they are, six, six and a half to one I'm seeing, those are good odds. I would take the odds on them and I would take the odds on, uh, on the Indians in the central Indians. Okay. All right. Uh, so how about some other pitchers, that you might be expecting some regression from either positive or, uh, you know, negatively speaking. I brought up Castillo, a, a guy that I can think of potentially goes today in Kyle Gibson, who has been this revelation for the Rangers. He's been outstanding since that opening day start where he couldn't even get out of the first inning against the Royals and they blew him up. But uh, awesome since then. Like, how do you project Gibson moving forward? Yeah, so let me pull up Gibson real quick. Yeah, two two point four ERA right now. Gibson's a guy who I think we have to expect uh, some negative regression from, just because you know two point four ERA is, is Jacob Degrom territory. There's nobody that does that. Gibson is a perfectly solid pitcher. You know, he's a guy who's going to finish with an ERA in the you know the low to mid fours, but it's not like he's doing anything fundamentally different this year to be pitching as well as as he is. You know, there's no stark changes to his pitch mix really outside of the addition of a cutter um you know there's no changes to his velocity i don't i don't foresee gibson really being uh you know anything different than what we've expected him to be over the last couple seasons which is a perfectly serviceable you know 
number three, you know, low end, maybe number two starter. Um, and that's kind of who Gibson is. Just having one of the best runs of his life actually right now. Anything stick out to yeah. you today? K props or any games uh, individually that you like? Yeah, so we have a short slate today. There's yeah. not a whole lot of games. A couple of the games we don't have lines yet for because pitchers haven't been announced. Um, but uh, I think the under in Colorado looks interesting enough. Uh, I don't think it's at every book yet, but where I've seen it, I've seen it at 10 runs. And I think uh, between the weather there, it's really cold. It's like 40 degrees. We have uh, Senzatella, who I think is a little bit of an underrated pitcher. And we have Denelson Lamette pitching. Um, we don't know what his leash is going to be. I think that's maybe why some of the books haven't put the lines up, at least when I looked. But even if he doesn't go super deep, he has an elite bullpen behind him. So I think I think the under in Colorado looks kind of interesting. And Alex Wood's K-Prop is the one that really sticks out to me. I haven't projected, uh, at least right now, at close to seven strikeouts. And last I looked, it was five and a half at like negative 110 or something like that. So I think that's probably the best bet of the day that I can tell. Wood over on the K-Props. Very good. Yeah, I was going to, the Lamette thing's tricky. I mean, so far, two starts, two innings in bo- both starts, like, what, 30 pitches, I think, in one, 29 in the other. And it's like, okay, are you going to continue doing this for another start? Are you going to give right. maybe like four or five innings potentially today in Colorado? I don't know how they're going to play this and they, one And they out. haven't given us any indication. I think they the, the quote that I saw was like, we're just going to see how he looks, huh. and uh, it's going to depend on the weather because it's going to be a little rainy too. So like you you really have no idea what we're getting out of Lamette today. Uh, you can follow Derek on Twitter. He is at Derek Cardi. Fun talking to you again, Derek. Thanks so much for the time today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Yep, you got it. Thank you. Yeah, that's weird with Lamette. It really is how they've been uh, playing that one really tight and uh, basically saying nothing about it again today. Had a good tweet on him. I wanted to get to that if I could find it here. Castillo, 5-1 and one of the over. Haney, 5-1 and one of the over. Shoemaker, 5-1 and one of the over. <clears throat> Hendricks, 6-1 and one of the over. Chevalier, 6-1 and one of the over. Kluber, Irvin, Anderson, 6-1 and one of the under. Covers has him 6-1 and one of the under. I have him 6-0 and one of the under. Yeah. Duffy, 5-1 and one of the under. Duffy, great story so far. Here's the tweet. A.J. Casavell, who covers the pod race. This is Lamette's last start. Two scoreless, and it looks like his night is done. This time, the early exit is planned. Yeah. He wasn't anywhere close to his sharpest tonight, and his fastball velocity was all over the map. But he appears to be healthy. The Padres like that. Does that sound like a guy that you want to bet on? Yeah, good point. In the next start? I mean, yeah. you know, at some point, he is going to go four or five innings. Maybe that day is today against Colorado. I don't know. Again, it's 40 degrees. I think they were expecting some snow up there today. Um, but that could be another, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to rush to the window and lay a number. What are they laying? dollar eighty-two today? Uh, I would have to avoid that one. I need to see a little bit more from that guy first. In the Sensatella trend, that they're 8-1 and one last night at home with him when they're going against teams with a winning record. I'm still waiting for the Padre. Come on. What are they? They're a game over 502, right? Yeah, yeah. It's lost two out of three. How's San Francisco doing this? What a story. It's a really good story. And I'm waiting I'm waiting for the Padres to take off. They've been a disappointment. Uh, so I was watching some of the uh, Giants broadcasts yesterday. Somebody brought up a good point that said the key so far has been, and who knows if it's going to continue out for the entire year, but they're not really relying on like any 23-year-olds in the starting rotation. They signed a bunch of like journeymen and some veterans to like one-year deals. So they kind of know it. Like, they're not going to be there for the long haul. They're coming there, and they're just so far. The guy, Gossman's been terrific. Yep. Uh, Derek just had a good breakdown on Wood, how he likes his. Der- uh, Alex Wood has been very good so far in the year. And they have a bunch of guys like that that they've plugged in. They needed the help in the short term, and and uh, it's been working. They're also making the case, like, 
uh, who, who was saying this? I forget who now, but the, the Giants will absolutely go after one of these free agent shortstops in the offseason. Like they're going to be done with Brandon Crawford. I can't believe he's been there for 12 years already. But, oh, I know. I heard another un, un, amazing stat. Uh, uh, this is uh, driving around on Saturday. A.J. Pollock got hurt uh-huh. over the weekend. A.J. Pollock, now it's May right now. A.J. Pollock has not played a game in June since 2015. What? Any game in the month of June since 2015. He's never played in, oh in the calendar God. month with his injury history. <laughs> it's impossible. That's one of the most incredible. It is. Yeah. I could not believe when I was driving around and I heard that. It's like, wait a second. What? That can't, how? That tells you how fragile. Uh-huh. Like every month, he's like, okay, or every year. Right. All right. Here's my five-week vacation now coming up. Good luck to the rest of the guys in the team. But I'm going to go pull a hammy now. And I'll be out for six to eight weeks. Boston, number one in ROI. Texas, number two. Giants, third. Seattle, then Oakland. And Oakland after that bad start as well. Yeah. And the Twins still at the bottom. Yikes. All right, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Email is ftm at vsin.com, ftm at vsin.com. Uh, at vsin live on Twitter, by the way. That's where you can find that picture of uh, Floyd May- Mayweather from uh, over the week, last week. We tweeted that out earlier today. It doesn't look anything like him. Paul, you will run down, win some, lose some. Coming up next. Stakes time at First Bet's the best place to start your betting action with analysis on wagering on every race. First Bet's the easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website, all brought to you by Express Bet. And to get you ready for the Preakness, First Bet's giving $20 in free bets for all new users who sign up now through May 15th. The promo code is VEGAS20. Everyone who redeems the $20 free bet offer will receive full access to the Visa subscription products for free. Now through the Belmont, vcin.com slash horses for details. Promo code Vegas 20. We'll push win-lose back with uh, in-pocket in the final segment. The NBA card, we've seen movement too here. Atlanta opened 6.5 up to 7.5 at DraftKings. Beal is out for Washington. Huge game tonight and also Wednesday. At DraftKings, Atlanta's $6 to win the division. They're tied with four left, but that shows you what the They're $6. Yeah. And they're even with Miami. That shows you what the schedule wow. disparity is. By the way, what you, that total tonight's two thirty-six and a half. There's no Beal. Yeah. Portland opened thirteen and a half. They're up to fifteen against Houston. Look at these totals: two thirty-one, two thirty-seven, two twenty-eight, two thirty-three, two twenty-seven, two thirty-eight. Utah opened two and a half up to three at Golden State. Uh-huh. Big game. Utah pretty much lock up the one seed with a win, and Golden State trying to get at, at in that eight range. For the play-in game and the run Curry's been on. Coach of the year, Monty Williams, $3. Tibbs, 2-1. to one. 
ball, I can't, I'm with you. Ball is seven dollars to win. Rookie doesn't make any sense. No, doesn't. I, I think there's a very good chance Anthony Edwards actually wins the award. It's been great. Yeah, he's been uh-huh. absolutely fantastic. And as David Thorpe said earlier, like let's not forget the ball list missed a lot of games. Yep. I'll give you another one too. And I, I, I don't see this anywhere. I don't know if you can bet on this or not. If you can, I'd love to see the odds on players to make All NBA first team. Well, like, who do you leave off the list this, this year? All NBA first team, right? It's going to be Joker, Embiid, Curry, for sure, all, all NBA first team. Then what? Just go posi- uh, positionless here for a second. Like, Westbrook has a great chance. Chris Paul probably should be on first team. But then, is Giannis not going to make first team this year? Does Julius Randle now make first team this year? He's 5000 at most improved. God. Yeah. There was a guy who asked her to take the cash out when he was $1.20. He said, oh, God, oh, go ahead, lock it in. Oh, my God. Washington, they were 17-32. and 32. They've won 15 of 18. It's unfortunate no Beal tonight, but they're in that stretch. They got the three losses. Phoenix, San Antonio in overtime, and at Milwaukee by one. Amazing. What a turnaround yep. in what Westbrook is doing. Then on the flip side, you got OKC. They were housed again last night. They've been outscored by 490 points in their last 25 games, most since the 92-93 Mavs. They had 20 wins at the end of March. They've lost 21 to 22. They have to win out to go over their win total. Yeah. I thought the 49ers, the year they traded for Garoppolo, because I had the Niners over that year, I thought winning that one was like the luckiest thing. Or, you know, if you had the under and you lost, that's one of the all-timers because they were beating good teams and they put them in the lineup because they had to because other quarterbacks were injured. This Oklahoma City beat takes the cake. I think this year, if you the had the time. over, the, I mean, what were the numbers? Yeah. It just had to go four and twenty-five or some four and twenty-five yeah, right. on the stretch, and they just said, "No, nah, we're good. That's we're right. going to tap out on the season." You want to lay six with the Pacers? Check the status of some of the Pacers, but, but Cleveland's let go of the rope. Yeah, lost big ten time. in a row. The last thirtieth in offense. They just got run out twice by Dallas. They've lost six in a row at home. Cleveland's been phoning it in. Mm-hmm. And New Orleans is two and zero against Met. Well, you got guys out, but Memphis laying nine and a half. And it's a back-to-back, too. Uh, New Orleans, two behind San Antonio for the 10th seed. Well, I, I need to check lineups here later on in the day. Spurs plus seven looks attractive to me against the Bucks. Bucks uh, laying these big numbers, you know, putting away average to below average teams. I just don't understand. Not the, exactly their specialty this year. I don't understand the thought process with these teams in the East where they don't care about the one, two, or the three. What, what the Nets are doing. And here, the door's open for Milwaukee to get the two. You know, the... Which, the, ah, okay, the fans will be... I, I still want home court. I don't care how many fans are there. I still want home court if I'm playing on sure. the nets. You know, you know, the Bucks could have been the one seed again this year. They punted on yeah, they have, a ton right. of games. They did. I, there was that one game against the Knicks that comes to mind. They opened up like nine-point favorites. They went off as two-point ch- uh, dogs because, as the news came out, like they were sitting everybody, and they were bringing guys up from like the G League to yeah. play in that game. Here's why Atlanta's $6. Washington at home, Washington at home, Orlando at home, Houston at home. And you're probably going to get two games without Beeble. Beeble. Yeah. Well, they can't win. You can't get three and one. Yeah, I know. And I think they have the tie break. What what are they going to be? If they need the game against Houston to win the division, what are they laying? What are they against Orlando? That's another one. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Jay Croucher is going to join the program from uh, PointsBet coming up next. I got to ask him about the handle in the Canelo fight over the weekend. Hopefully, it was better than the Paul Aspen fight a couple of weeks back. 
back. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. Uh, Mondays at this time, Jay Croucher joins the program, uh, Director of Trading with Points Bet Sportsbooks. Jay, good to see you again today. How are you? Hey, Mitch. Doing well. Plenty happened over the weekend, so looking forward to getting stuck into it. Absolutely. Let's begin with the uh, boxing match that we had featuring Canelo Alvarez on Saturday night. Um, Jerry's World, actually. Strong crowd. What was it? 70,000 plus. Uh, good to see that. You know, people, you know, at a big sporting event like that. Please tell me that the handle for that fight was better than the boxing match between Paul and Askren that we had a couple of weeks back. Yeah, unfortunately, Mitch, not even close, um, which is a pretty depressing thing and a poor reflection on the state of society. But uh, Paul and Asker and outdid it. Um, There's a lot of action on Canelo, um, but it, it, didn't, it didn't stack up to Paul Asker, uh, unfortunately. I'm guessing because Canelo was such a big favorite. But still, I mean, what? I don't know. That's baffling to me. Is it a better, better betting opportunity for Paul against Askren than... I don't, I don't, you could have gotten plus money via KO with Canelo. Yeah, that's the tough thing is that, you know, when he was, uh, I think he went off a minus 770 favorite. Um, so a lot of people were putting him into multis or parlays, sorry, as we say in America. Um, but yeah, I think that the balance of how more evenly matched or perceived to be that Paul Askren was, that probably attracted more handle. Uh, most of our handle on Canelo came in by uh, Canelo by decision. Uh, so that's where people were looking. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, didn't stack up to Jake Paul. What are you going to do in Colorado here with the Broncos? How are you going to treat this? And what's the adjustment if Rodgers goes to Denver? Yeah, so he was the Broncos were 60 to 1 before the Rodgers uh, rumors really started swirling um, on draft day. They're now into 22 to 1. I think the interesting thing is, yeah, if he does go there, if that is finalized, then what happens to them? My thought is that they instantly become third favorites for the Super Bowl behind KC and Tampa, and then probably just in front of the Buffaloes, the Baltimores, the Clevelands of the world. Mm. Uh, I know that the, the streets of Denver are certainly uh, trying to will it into existence at the moment. Yeah, because you live there, actually. So, I mean, that's probably the only thing that you're hearing in that town right now, right? Is is Rogers actually going to go there? Exactly. They've even seen some custom-made Broncos, Rogers jerseys um, around around downtown Denver. So, I mean, just with the quarterback situation, how it's been um, here with, you know, the, the Trevor Simeons, the Drew Locks, to get Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, um, it would really kind of re-enliven when, when Peyton Manning first came here. Um, and was, you know, putting up record numbers. And the rest of that Broncos roster is just completely stacked. So they immediately go right into the mix to, to, win, uh, to win the division and take down Mahomes and, then, and to go all the way as well. Wow. So just to confirm, you said it would go maybe number three then in the pecking order. It'd be Chiefs, Buccaneers, Broncos, all the way up to number three, huh? I think so. I think it depends what they give up. But if it's going to be mainly concentrated around draft picks, I think when you look at that defense, when you look at some of the weapons that Rodgers would have, an improving offensive line, the division is tough. That's what makes it more complicated is that I think they'd still be dogs to the Chiefs in the division. Um, but, yeah, I think in terms of talent and upside, it's only Kansas City and Tampa who I think would be clearly in front of them. Have you guys adjusted the Lakers' odds in the last you know week to 10 days, maybe a couple of weeks? I know they got the win last night, but... And Davis was great. He had like 42, but he's missed a ton of time, obviously. But now, like LeBron going back on the shelf? 
Yeah, so they're up to plus 500 for the title now, which is tied with the Clippers. So that's the longest the Lakers have been all season. And I think that, you know, as dangerous as the play-in game is for them, and it looks like they'll probably end up in seven and have to go through that, it's more just about the health situation. Uh, with LeBron still, even when he came back, he didn't look right. Schroeder out, will he be back for the play-in? Not too sure. I think the good thing for them is that Davis looks like himself and looks healthy, um, which is vital. Um, and, you know, if they do fall into the playing mix, it's not the end of the world. But at the same time, they don't want to be facing Stephen Curry in a do or die uh, playing game, which is the worst case scenario for them. Yeah, no kidding. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jay Croucher with PointsBet is our guest. How about the movement that you guys maybe did to the PGA Championship, which, by the way, we get in a couple of weeks now all of a sudden after Rory took home the Wells Fargo this weekend. Yeah, so Rory McIlroy is now favourite for that um, at plus 1,000. It's been kind of a year and a half of, of people backing Rory at pre-match prices and then, um, you know, not seeing what they want to see. And it was the same over the weekend where pre-match, we didn't take that much activity on Rory. I think people are so burned by having been backing mm-hmm. him the past year and a half, not being rewarded. But then... As soon as he made his run, all the in-play, all the live handle came for Rory when he was, you know, plus 120, minus 150. That was all coming in. It's the same with when Brooks Kepka makes a run. People just buy in immediately. And the people who bought in on Rory uh, would be pretty happy over the weekends. Yep, same thing happened with uh, Spieth leading up to the Masters when he was red hot uh, pretty much in all of those tournaments. Uh, last thing for you today, Jay, I always find this fascinating, the decision to pay out early on a bet, which is exactly what... Points bet did to residents of Colorado who bet at points bet for Nikola Jokic to win the MVP. Take us through through that decision. Yeah, so we paid out all Colorado betters uh, who bet on Jokic before Saturday to win MVP. We're just settling those as winners, regardless of what happens. There's a couple of things there. One, you know, with the hometown sports book in Denver, and we want to protect um, betters against, you know, if voters do descend into madness and go elsewhere than Jokic, who I think is the clear deserving winner. Seeing a lot of chatter around Chris Paul for MVP. Mitch, Chris Paul is averaging 16 points a game. That's less than what RJ Barrett averages. Mm. So no disrespect to RJ, no disrespect to Chris, but I don't think Chris Paul is the MVP. And so we wanted to just protect Colorado betters against that. And then also with Jokic being so short now, and we do expect that he will win, we just want to get that money into the accounts of betters um, just as soon as possible, given that you know I don't think the awards night has even finalized the date yet. So um, just wanted to, yeah. to pay that out early for Colorado that's, betters. That's great. That's very it cool. is a long wait. You're right. Yep. That's that's awesome. And, and you know why? Because I, I Googled this over the weekend. Like, when are we going to get the NBA awards show? It, there, there's no, nothing out there. Like, we have no idea when they're going to actually announce this. So people who bet on the MVP, like, unless you bet at points bet and live in Colorado, we have to wait to maybe potentially the end of, like, June to find out what's going to happen. So instead, bet it at points bet in Colorado. All of a sudden, bam, there's your money in your account if you bet on uh, the Joker. Jay, great talking to you as always. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Mitch. Thanks, Paulie. You yeah. got it. Not even close with the betting handle. <laughs> <laughs> Sad state of affairs. He's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy. My God. It's 70,000 at the Canelo fight. My God. UFC. What would you think of the UFC? Well, you said earlier that... Well, uh, weigh-in shenanigans. Call it. But two guys missed weigh-ins. The other guy took them at the hospital. The, yeah, I know. Well, what's the analogy there? You can't make weight? What the hell are you doing? Try a salad. Christ. What? How can the three people miss weight? Uh, you know, Lou's really good on this. Uh, Lou Finicaro. I, I believe that he considers it just blatant cheating. Well, okay. This is what you're right. doing. Yeah. No, so. But these people, I think, yeah, okay. Hey.
The one guy passed out, but I saw yeah, that. I, I see saw that. that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Paul, you will run down bad beats, line moves with win lose, and then also uh, in pocket. What we're betting tonight coming up next. Listen up, don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the most in-play betting options out there. There's always a $250 match bonus and one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown book. Not valid in Iowa, but valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's PlaySugarHouse.com in Jersey. Time for win-lose. Rough night. Can't call it a bad beat. Definitely lose some. Good night. How does it make you feel? I, oh, I absolutely hate that. I absolutely hate that. Follow the money looks back so we can learn for today. Everything's an adventure. In win some, lose some. Let the education commence. For the bad beats. Man City, Chelsea under two and a half. Goal in the 92nd minute. Right in your ear. 2-1 final. Cavs, I have to mention, this was historic. We were on vacation. The Cavs were catching 12 and a half. They went to overtime and lost by 16. <laughs> Outscored 20 to 4. Huh. Impossible. That's impossible. It oh. really is. How can, uh, I, mean, I, uh, I still can't get over that. Delaware. What, what, what do you do if you have a nice ticket on the Cavaliers? Take the day off? Week off. Week off? College football playoffs. Delaware, South Dakota State over 37 and a half. 27-3 at halftime. Two field goals in the second half. You lose. James Madison lane one and a half. Led by three touchdowns at halftime. Lost the game to Sam Houston State. Phillies in the under on Saturday. They led 3-1 in the bottom of the ninth. They led by three in the top of the 12th going into the bottom of the 12th. They lost 8-7. Yeah. So Phillies in under becomes Braves in over. How about last night? It's 4-1 in the first and stays under. What? Win some. Mitch and Matt Humans trashed to, to uh, Tampa, 33 to one. Beautiful. Bayern Munich, ninth straight Bundesliga title. Penguins win the East, 22-4 and two at home. Verano, six to one by knockout, eight to one in round one. Beat Cerrone. Uh, it's just free uh, money betting against him. Yeah, it really is. De Lima, six to one by decision. Gillespie, ten to one to win in round two. Harris, four to one to win in round one. Lose some. Sheffield United with a couple matches left. Five wins, two draws, 28 losses in the prim for 17 points. 17 overall points. And how did this happen while we were on vacation? The Thunder lost at home to the Pacers, 152 to 95. They were down 67 in the game. <laughs> 67 they were down at one point. Well, they only lost by 57. Uh, so. Yeah. At Polly Does Vegas on Instagram. This guy, take me to the restaurant, will you? I want to come with. And he is just, they're blocking him. He wants out. The family's going to have dinner. And the dog wants to come. He's at, no, take me with you. And this goes on for about two minutes. He's like, at one point, he's trying to bite the door. Look at him. Like, come on, let me, take me with you. And no, you can't come with me. 
Sorry, they pal. Get, get, Not you, today. Your head's going to get stuck. We got to shut the door on this. No, I want to come with. Oh, this one's tough. It's tough to watch. It's like, hey, hey, trying to find me a bite. Door. Come on, guys. Take me. That one's tough. And this was the biggest future ticket ever cashed in Nevada. And probably in most places. The anniversary was last week. Five years ago, William Hill, a better put twenty, put $10 on it. $10 on Leicester City to win the Prim, 25000 I guarantee oh. that better said to himself or to friends, I should have put more on it. Yeah, right. Guaranteed. <laughs> okay. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Lose some. Here we go. New leader in the clubhouse. This is from Carter. We got lights up. Christmas lights May 7th. That's over the weekend. Yep, keep them coming. We're going strong. Let's go right through the year. And this, what kind of an animal does this? Apparently several. This was all over Twitter last week. Fontomba got in on the fun. We'll talk to him. Put all four of them up. Who goes to a Starbucks and orders this? There's over 20 items listed on what to make and put in my drink. Number one, what? it's not even coffee at that point. Number two, how do you remember all this stuff? Why would you ask someone to do it? And think about why you're holding up the line. Yep. Look at how long that list is of items about what to put in my pop. I cannot believe it. You know, what the, uh, you know what they could always say? Sorry, I can't make that drink today. 20 items. How do you keep track of, track of all this right? stuff? Who would want? There, there should be who, like. Who arrives at this? When I need this. I need that. I need there should this. be a big sign that says you get three items. Yeah. And then move on. It's like I saw somebody complaining. I retweeted this person yeah. over the weekend. She was complaining about how I don't get it. I'm at an ice cream store and they won't allow samples, but they're pulling ice cream out of the same buckets. And I actually said, they're called sample abusers. And yeah. I tweeted out the video from Kirby Enthusiasm. Right. I'm, I'm totally okay for businesses never to give a sample. That's right. I don't, I'll try this one. I'll try you, that And one. then if I do, you get one. If I'm in a good mood and we're not busy, you get two. If there's people in line, oh, you, get, you get one maximum. Don't ask for more. Amen. That's it. Yep. Amen. People are just... You've seen the, the feed on uh, airplanes now for years, right? Yep. Yep. And by the way, people take their sticks. Mmm, that was good on the chocolate. Then they put their sticks like, they'll throw them wherever they want. They don't go over and put them in the garbage. There you go. One loose. Back at it. All right. In pocket. Good job by you, too. 33 and a 30 to 1 with the draft. Yeah. Tonight, I'm, I'm on the Golden Knights. Minus 108. I love it if it's flurry. I love, love it, huh? it if it's flurry. <laughs> they might go Leonard tonight. I like uh, I'm playing it. I already did. They win Minus the division. Yeah, they win. They get the division. They're going to get the one seed. Best record in hockey. They're Ooh. hot. They're 14 and 2. That's a small number here at home. I have the numbers. It's seven in a row at home. 21 4 and 4. And there's 8,000 people in the building. All right, I'll you know mess around tonight. Um, give out some futures. White Sox, my mistake. Dollar 45 to win the division at William Hill. Minus 145. Braves. Oh, plus I was going to say, if you can find oh. plus 140 right now, I'm making the. No. Where's that at? Braves plus 175 to win the East. And I'll take the plus 130 with the Blackhawks. This numbers. This number doesn't make any sense. They're five and two against them this year. They can get to 500 with a win. That's not that's not the be-all, end-all. But they played them well. They just beat them. In Dallas, you're talking about going from the penthouse to the outhouse. They go from the Stanley Cup I finals am. to out of the playoffs, and they're eliminated. I think you get a big effort out of the Blackhawks, and this is, you know, Pride sets in and say, hey, okay, let's get to 500. Why not? With a win. And they, plus, they've owned them this year. Like, that is a thing, right? Did that happen? Now, we were on vacation, so my memory might be a little sketchy here. 
did that not happen the next game out for the Blues after they clinched a playoff spot? I think they were still playing the Golden Knights, whatever. But they were just completely listless, I think, in the first period. Like, that's an angle. You clinch, we're in the playoffs, next game might be the next night. Well, the clinch or you don't write. Yeah. That's that's the angle with Nashville. Nashville wins, they clinch. Carolina can still get the one. Uh, a tricky handicap, though, with some of these games. Here, you know, how does Boston approach it? More on that coming up in a second. All right, we're back. Let's go, good guys. You're Starting pull- off strong. You're, you're pulling first? Five of hearts. Yeah. Here we go. Starting from behind. Five of hearts out of the gate. Ooh. Daddy. Daddy like that's, that's a good way to start. Well, I will Ace, take that. Ace is on parade. Ace of spades, yo. Good. I like it. What was your highlight of vacation? I was playing blackjack here at Circa, and I was playing the bonus games. And you got they got the yeah, pair yeah. square game. I got I got pair square a, a bunch of times. And if it's suited, it's I think it's twenty five to one. And it's and if pair uh, pair square pairs a ten to one. There was another game they have. Could they square a pair? <laughs> I was playing this game. I never played this bonus too before the lucky bonus. If you get a six, if you get a six, seven, eight, it's your two cards against the dealer's face card up. It's uh, it's uh, fifty to one or twenty-five to one. I hit that. I think it's a hundred or five hundred to one if it's suited. That sounds about right. And then I got, uh, and then I got three sevens. That was fifty to one. Yeah. I got the pocket sevens, the dealer's first seven, which got me thinking because mine were suited as well. That was that game that guy won like the two hundred thousand dollars on on the strip. If you had, if your seven, if you, if it was the lucky, okay, lucky sevens, it yeah, was yeah, yeah, seven of diamonds. The dealer's card wasn't a seven. I'm like, my God! Instead of two hundred grand, I go, to, you know, but the dealer didn't have a seven. But I, okay. I, I yeah, had yeah. that too, and that was. 50 to 1 or something. Busy here last week? Oh my God, everywhere. So I came down I Wednesday. Go out, I'm one of, the, one of the nights I'm here, I got a room across the street. The rooms here are unbelievable. I can't believe how good the rooms are. But I got a room across the street at the Golden Gate because they were packed here. It was 1 in the morning, and I wanted to get some barbecue at the food truck out here. They were great. 20 deep. Oh, sure. 20 deep, you can't move. Was that Cinco Las de Mayo Vegas night? Back. I, I can't remember. Okay, because I came down here Cinco de Mayo weekend and lost maybe Cinco de Mayo out here is my God, it's humongous. Cinco de Mayo was slow at a lot of places. Oh, was, was it, it really? on a Wednesday? I was down here Friday. Was, the weekend was a, you can't move out here now. Okay, yeah, I was down here early on Cinco de Mayo, and then around the area or whatever. So it wasn't like the late night crowd or whatever. Like it was tough getting around, driving around. And this is probably six thirty at night. I was like, guy, hey, Vegas is really making a huge comeback now. You said Friday, Saturday, too huge. Yeah, I was playing tables here, and it was, yeah, it's twenty five dollar minimum, and you can't get on a table. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a strong sign. Yeah, it was yeah. packed. Man. And then I went out, uh, had a had a cocktail with Bill Eddy at the pool as well. Oh, you imagine the business they're doing out there. Oh, this summer. And I put in a word. I said, "Let's get mm-hmm. Sydney on the air. Let's go. Let's get Sydney in studio." Did you talk to her? I did not, but I I relayed a message. Let's the stories she must have of working on the strip and working it. So we used to we know Steve Sear, uh, and he used to work with uh, Perry was her name, and she worked at was it when one of the Encore Beach she was on the strip working at one of the the stories she would have alone about the guys who would come in and drop hundreds hundred thousand dollars on bottle service and it's like okay what do you want anything else you need and they would want to play video games yeah they would want to sit there and not talk to girls and spend all this money on alcohol. And all this money on a booth and a cabana, and they want to play video games all day. 
the the, the stories <laughs> that somebody Outside. some someone like Sydney who's what 23 24 years old she works here at Circa has been at uh, XS for a while whatever I can't even imagine like how much money she's seen guys come here and drop to get a cabana with the money then gambling whatever else or just buy a fifty thousand dollars it's completely no object yeah sure whatever yeah and yeah. some of the with tips the tip, that she's yeah. probably seen oh home like, runs home run interview. Set it up. Yep. Set it up, Derek. Balls. Palm. All right. Be great. Good to be back. Good to be back. Good hockey card. It's strong. Strong. Maybe some sleep. <laughs>